Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. Hi, I'm Jai. So, what's up, everyone? We're going to do Natural Born Killers today. I just finished watching it. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Are you excited, Jai? I am. I, I love this film. It's just so cool. Um, yeah, I am really excited, actually. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm going to say this at the top of the show that... Uh, please give us five stars and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts because, yeah, it helps people find it. So I said this at the top of the show, so I'm really excited that I remembered. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first time you remember. Well, yeah, <laughs> first time. So please, if you've made it this far, hopefully you have. Uh, yeah, just go go rate it. So I'm excited about that. So, yeah, wait, what have you been up to, Jai? We're like a good... I mean, I guess for just time purposes, we are like in the second month, I guess, of most people being quarantined. Now states are opening, other countries are opening. So how are you doing? Just a quick check-in. We haven't really talked about it like that much, but how are you doing Um, now? I suppose I'm okay. I definitely, you know, um, have like ups and downs. Um, But yeah, I mean... (laughs) I, I feel like nothing's really changed. Like, you know, you, yeah, it's there's just true. so much you can do. Like, I feel like, at least on my on my part, like nothing really, nothing, there's no updates. I'm, you know, just keeping busy, like definitely watching more things on Netflix than I was. Yeah, well, that's not, cool. That's not necessarily always good. a bad thing, so. Well, not Netflix, just like uh, Hulu and Netflix. And yeah, stuff. that's right. Yeah, now you have my my uh, my Hulu. <laughs> so it's like, um, you're watching yeah. normal people. Uh, full disclaimer, Jai's been trying to get me to watch the show. I, I don't know if anyone has seen it yet. If you have, I guess, send two a days. message. I watched it in two days. I binge. Like, that's crazy, because you don't really do that. <laughs> I don't do that. This just shows how good it is. Um... And that other show that is completely like different to that that one. Um, the documentary about uh the Chicago the Chicago Bulls. Um, the last. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which you can't really binge on because they only release two episodes um every week. I think. Oh, every days. week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. I know when people talk about it on Twitter, and I'm like, did it just come out today? Because everyone's talking about it right now. I can't. I really just can't explain it. Because it's, I know you don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I have absolutely no interest. Those two shows are definitely the best things I watched in like a really long time. Like, oh wow, okay. The last greatest thing I saw was Fleabag, that English show, and until now, pretty much. Although they're very different, but yeah, it's just really inspiring. And actually, I find it really um, uplifting, you know, because it's. It's a documentary about like the best player ever, like basketball. Yeah, and yeah. I I mean, I, I get it. Fan, so. Yeah, I yeah. totally I totally get it. I get why people are like really into it. So yeah, it's just it has I, yeah. no interest from my end. So I suppose that, and you know, um, watching the sunset and drinking coffee are my That's highlights, cool. pretty much of my day. <laughs> yeah, I I had a good amount of coffee today. I think I had like three cups of coffee and like a piece of toast. So oh, I'm wow. like kind of hungry, but I'm like real up. <laughs> and it was kind of yeah. weird to watch this movie like on a ton of coffee. I was like, holy shit! I feel like I'm on some oh, kind yeah. of speed trip watching That's this movie. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I watched so much weird. coffee and had a lot of sugar on Sunday, and I felt amazing. 
so <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I you had that to sugar rush. That. <laughs> yeah, like you get a sugar rush. You definitely will. I will definitely crash later on today and be like, oh, I'm hungry <laughs> or like something like yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't crash that day, but I mean, I guess sugar and coffee is just um, you know, well, it's a bad, it's a bad combo. Cake. Yeah, yeah, cake. Uh, cupcakes and coffee and you know brownies or whatever I had a really naughty day but you know it's fine yeah it's (laughs) totally fine that's so crazy I the only things I'm watching now because okay I'm re-watching The Affair because I've seen every episode once just like when they came out so I'm just like re-watching it so it's kind of like I haven't seen it before but I know the basics I love that show I love Joshua Jackson so I, I was watching like more of his stuff so I don't want to watch normal people yet only because it's kind of like a similar story, like not similar, but like, but like, I know that normal people is about this love on and off love story. And the affair is about like this, like the, an affair that happens in a marriage and like the degradation of all these people around them. And I like, they're too like similar of a story that I, I don't want to get involved in that yet. I know. I I think that's Yeah. Cause it's just like, they're, they're kind of two in the same wheelhouse, but I know they're going to, I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be great. I'm going to be, you know, late to the train. I don't know any spoilers or anything. It's not like anyone's like said anything. anything, Yeah. So yeah, I'm avoiding it and I'll watch it when like this hype is over. And then, but it just, this just shows like your total, like, highbrow uh i watch a lot of reality tv disclaimer um the the (laughs) thing that i'm loving this season oh aside from reality tv the show that i love that i want everyone to watch is insecure i watch it every sunday on hbo i've never even heard of it insecure is amazing it's by Issa ray she had this awesome youtube show called awkward black girl that was so funny and it's literally like an all-black version of girls like she's just okay. she's just super inspiring. She's great. Cool. But it's yeah. not like girls at all. Like it's but it's very much like it's just it's just great. It's so funny. It's so smart. It's it's great. Everyone should watch it. I love it. Okay. I love like brown girls doing it, man. It's awesome. She's on HBO. Well, yeah, like yeah. I don't think that there are many shows. I mean, I don't think there's any show, right? Like that. Oh, no, it's... no, there isn't. And the fact that she's no. on HBO, that's amazing. Like she's got so much creative, you know, freedom and it's great. It's, I think you'd really like it. I mean, everybody can watch it. It's, it's a great show. It's really smart. Uh, so I watched that on HBO. Uh, and then, what else am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I watched The Housewives. New York Housewives. What up? Uh, it's like my fucking religion. I love those fucking women. I love Sonia. Dorinda bringing it. Like, I just love it. I listen to podcasts about reality TV, so I won't go into that. But if only I knew someone who, who watched as much Bravo as I do, who could, like, talk shit about Bravo shows, so I just listen to podcasts and, like, 90 Day Fiance. So those are my, like, guilty pleasures that I watch when I'm not watching these films or The Affair. That's very enough. I have yeah. sex in the city, so that's my guilty pleasure. Um, that's not when very I can't guilty, sleep. though. Well, that's like cool. I, I guess. I mean, well, kind of. It's like, like, like it, ninety right? day fiance. Uh, no, I've you seen it. Like it. I've seen you all see of it. Cool. I got it for Christmas. I got the entire series for Christmas. Oh, cool. I think, like, I think my mom gave it to me or something. And that velvet thing. I think she thought I, I really wanted it. And I like, I think I'd seen it before my old college roommate from Amsterdam when I moved, like when she moved into my, or no, I think I moved into her room in college. She had like these posters and I hadn't met her yet. And I was like, oh my God, she likes sex in the city in France.
ones. Like they were like on the wall. And I was like, oh shit, this is like totally not my wheelhouse. Like I hate, I do not like both of those shows. And I was at this point, I was like, well, in full disclosure, at this point I was like 18 years old. And do you know what I put on the side of my wall and my dorm? Like she had sex in the city and friends. I had, okay, guess. Okay, guess. be Smashing Pumpkins or Nirvana posters or something like that. No, not at no? all. No, not at all. Oh. I brought when Dolphin. I Nope. When I okay. when I was home, like when I lived in high school and stuff, I would collect uh rave flyers that I would go to. And oh, I just loved the graphic cool. art on rave flyers. So that and then I started cool. collecting them like in all these like shops where people had vinyl and like DJs and stuff. I was really into like techno house drum and bass jungle at this point in my life. I was not I mean I did listen to obviously grunge and like rock, alternative rock, but I got really into raves in like ninety nine to like oh two, right? Yeah. So yeah. on the side of my wall, like on when I came in to like decorate my stuff and she wasn't there, I had all these like raver flyers from like Baltimore more and like the dc area and like and like map points to raves that i'd been to and stuff so like yeah. so i had like a whole rave side and i had like the blue i like ipad or ibook notebook that was like blue it was like the laptop the apple one and i was all into like rave shit and like cars <laughs> i was like really into like modified cars and like street That's racing insane. yeah i was totally but... not the person that you know now well i have to say you and I have lived parallel lives because I didn't care about cars, obviously, like that, but I definitely did the same. I had all these posters from all the raves that I used to go to. That's so crazy. Because they always gave them to you before you left. Yeah. So as you were leaving, they were like, you would be like 5 a.m. and there'll be someone always giving you these posts, like, no posters, but like, like the flyer, was, like, yeah. Flyers for like other shows or. Yeah, and so I have a whole box full of them. Do you still have like, them? I have some, yeah. Remember oh. I gave you a postcard? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's like a weird thing that I do or did. I collect through, like, postcards and flyers and, I like, have the any same... posters and things like that. I have I the have... same thing. That's so weird. I have yeah, and I did have some on my wall, but not really on the actual wall. I had, like, one of those boards, like, you can pin things. Oh, on. yeah, the cork boards. Yeah, I have a huge one on my desk, and it was covered, like, covered with anything, like, random, like, um, cool graphics, and, yeah, I used to be really into graphics, and, I mean, I still am, but, yeah, it's really weird. Oh, God, we have so much in common. We have so much in common. Yeah, that we just, yeah, that's the one thing that's uh, probably, like, the most American thing about me, is that I really like trash reality TV. (laughs) Like, I will not apologize for it, and, like, I'm, I'm gonna own it. Like, I feel like, I mean, they have trash TV. I mean, I watch Love Island. They have garbage in the UK, too. I mean, let's not... Let's oh, not, they do. Yeah, let's no, not no, act absolutely. like... Yeah, like yeah, it isn't yeah. all over the world. I, just no, I mean, they have like the it. other... The only way is Essex and, like, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't really yeah, remember yeah. So they have but... they have their garbage, too. I just happen to, like, Bravo, like, Housewives and Lock Up, Love After Lock Up. I mean, don't even get me started. It's, like, a whole thing. Fair but, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about Natural Born Killers. Yes. Okay, this is super exciting. Uh, it was released in 1994. It's directed by Oliver Stone. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, Jai, on your like first impressions when you first saw it, like overall thoughts on the movie. Okay, so I really don't remember when I first watched it. I, I know that it was like 
in the 90s. So I don't know, I guess 90, it could have been 97 or 98, to be honest. Um, I don't really remember, like, it's not a very vivid memory. I just know that I liked the movie a lot when I watched it. And that's and exactly I, what I, I wrote. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember exactly when I saw it, but I was like, what? Yeah, and it's, I mean, there's so many layers. And I mean, I feel like there's just so much to the film that I completely forgot the the end. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have forgotten that part completely. Like, when I watched it, like, two weeks ago, I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that. Like, I didn't really remember how the film ended, you know? So you don't, um, have you only seen it one time? Like no, that? no, I've seen it, I've seen it a few times. But for some reason, I forgot the, the ending. I don't know. Oh, okay. And so... Um, I've seen it like several times and they are very like specific scenes that I remember well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same. I just remember thinking like, this is one of, not my favorite films, but it's kind of up there with like, yeah, same, some yeah. of the best films. Um, yeah, I suppose like if I had to have a collection of like films that I love, it will definitely be in there, you know, and mm-hmm. that's how I always thought of it. Um, but, yeah, I rewatched it like two weeks ago, and I don't know. It's it's just so insane. Like the story is insane, and then the movie, you know, just everything about it, like the way they shot it, and um, it's just so crazy, you know. It's true. Um, but I I think for me, like what really like stands out is the the acting, like Juliet Lewis and um, Woody, like. They're, they're just so great together mm-hmm. um, and I don't know like I have to say the only thing that came to me when I was watching it two weeks ago was that it must have been so controversial when it came out it was even though I don't really remember it was 90, 95 right 94, 94. it was 94 and mm-hmm. I don't remember you know like what the what people were talking about then about the film because I didn't even watch it when it came out. Like I watched it like a few years later, but it definitely must have been shocking then. However, I feel like now if I if that film came out, I w- it wouldn't be like shocking at all. And it, and also I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if it was an actual true story because I, I feel think that it was like weird. based on kind of like a true story, but not anyone in specific. No, like no, like yeah, but clearly not to that extent. I don't think, but I, I feel that we are so like this society, like this culture now is like we're just interested in like crime and scandal and really well, yeah. like TV, sorry, reality TV, and mm-hmm. like how media is like worse than it's ever been yeah um, oh it's even worse now sell. yeah of course yeah i feel like uh, it, i don't know it just made me think a lot of like oj simpson like i was gonna say eight. in august of 94 he had been arrested but the trial didn't start till january of 95 so that's like a big thing of what was going on i guess yeah, in so like, that- the media so I was wondering about that because I actually don't remember. I I didn't even know about OJ Simpson. I, I was really young and I feel like I yes, knew about it, but obviously not living in the US or being American. I It's not something I grew up really knowing about until that documentary came out like last oh, year. Oh, that six-part one? 
Yeah, it was I so good though. Documentary and the documentary wanted... was like so interesting. I was like, so, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So then, when I was watching the movie like two weeks ago, it made me think of it. I was th- wondering if that was one of the first or the first case where like it became sort of like the news became more like reality TV, and they were really like, you know, doing the chase in the car and stuff. But, I don't know, it's just, I guess it just got me thinking about that. Like, anything is possible now. Like, it wouldn't be surprised if that that story was actually true. And there yeah, was, and then they it, like, were really following, like, serial killers and, like, in jail. I mean, they do, right? They do interviews and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. It's just, it, it made me think about O.J. Simpson and just how it's not really that shocking anymore. Like, the whole film um, sort of... Plot. Yeah, it just became like part of our like everyday life, like even think more about, heightened. Yeah, think about like what you're saying, right? Reality TV, like that's all like Joe Exotic and all of that. Yeah, it feels like it's fiction, but it's not. And well, so... we're like raised on true crime. Like if you look at the top podcasts outside of like news podcasts, if you look at the Apple charts, like they're all true crime. Like, that's what's yeah. the top... That's what people listen to. Like, if you want to make I, I a big mean, podcast, like, it's all, they're all true crime. Like, the top ten that are yeah, interviewed. Yeah, and it's definitely very American, isn't it? That... I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is like, is it big in the UK? Like, is that a people, thing? I definitely met people who like true crime, but not, not to this level. Here, not in, everyone like, in the does. US. I feel like everyone does. And also, yeah. um, like, my husband is totally obsessed. And... Oh, I mean, I've become a bit obsessed. Yeah, he like when I met him, he um he does this funny thing where <laughs> he'll be like watching um or having forensic files in the background. Oh yeah, and Dexter and like I have to say, like he got me into true crime because I wasn't. I suppose I liked it, but I wasn't into it as I am, like I am now. Like we watch mm. every single documentary, you know. There's a like, there's a new one on Netflix that came out that I'm dying to watch. It's like called like Trial by Media, and it's about oh, how the no, media has no. like influenced all these trials, these like American trials that that have happened. The first one is there. Are, I think there's six episodes. The first one I'm really interested in because I remember it is there was a talk show called the Jenny Jones show in like nineties here in America. And they used to have shows where like someone had a crush on someone and then like they would, it would be like someone they knew and then they would like come out and kind of surprise them. Like they'd be like, someone has a crush on you in your life, you know? So yeah. they did this and this guy was talking about how he had this crush on this other man. And the, uh, and then like, the the guy thought he was there to meet this girl who had a crush on him, like someone he knew, whatever. So then when the door opened and it was this guy and he like comes out and then the guy who like was surprised, he was like really shocked and kind of like, oh, oh my God. And the guy was sitting next to him on the stage and he was like, oh yeah, I think he's super cute, whatever, you know, like he was like, I really like him. And the guy was like really nervous and kind of like, Haha, okay, well, you know, I'm not into guys like, okay, whatever. So it was really like sensationalized. Like that was kind of the point of the show. Uh, I don't know how long, but the the guy who had the crush on him, he actually murdered that guy in real life. Oh, and though wow. he murdered the guy that had the, the crush on him because he was like embarrassed. I think like when he went back to the town, like it had been on national TV, like it was all over that this guy had this crush on you. So, um, so yeah, so this murder trial was then turned into like how culpable is this talk show 
in this murder because they essentially are exploiting this like situation for ratings. And this mm-hmm. became like a whole big thing. There's a show, there's a show on, on, uh, on Hulu right now, it's like an H or like an A and E special that's called culture shock. And there, it, there's a whole episode. that's really interesting on the rise of like trash TV in the nineties on American TV. Like it didn't exist before we had like talk shows and like the guy that Robert Downey Jr. Like the journalist he's portraying is very much like this guy Geraldo that we had in like okay. the nineties who would do a lot of these. He wasn't Australian though, but he would do a lot of, he still is on like Fox. I think he's on like Fox news now, but he does all these, like he would do like crazy, crazy sensationalist TV shows. Like his nose was broken live on TV. Cause he had like KKK people with like other people that were fighting and it got like, like out of control, like on TV. And, um, wow. so, so yeah, yeah, it's like, it's a really interesting episode. It's like an hour it's on Hulu. It's like called culture shock. And it's like one of the episodes in there and you talk about it. And this is another show on Netflix that just came out the trials. That's all about the trials and some other cases that I didn't even know. So I'm really curious to see that because that's almost like this film, like, that it's all about how the media essentially like played a part in these trials. They weren't like, yeah. you know, like they weren't just regular trials because that we didn't they, know about. They, they turned these people into celebrities, you know, yeah. if there hadn't been any coverage. Like I, I guess people who have not become so attached to, to them in like, you know, like sort of obsessed and looking up to them and yeah, them like cool or whatever. It's I, I really it's, crazy. But it's the same. I, I mean, obviously, like Joe Exotic isn't like a mass murder, but I feel quite disgusted by like how people are sort of obsessed with him, and and he's like an awful human. You yeah, know? people I want him out of weird. jail. Yeah, people are like, he was set up, save him, and whatever. Yeah, I was like, I really? I think it's so, it's so sad. Like it shows it really the culture. Thing, like, what are we as a society that we um, are in this sort of, I don't know, like situation, and we love someone or we look up to someone like that, you know? Like, like his just because he's entertaining. Like, yeah, oh, he's awful. And the thing that's so crazy about it is that if this show had come out when there was no friggin' quarantine, I don't think he would have been popular. You know what I mean? That's like, it's true. because yeah, everyone was friggin' home and it was like mm-hmm. this new, crazy, weird thing that people, you know, started watching and then it unexpectedly it just blew up, <laughs> like, to this crazy degree that I was like, this yeah. is insane. Yeah, well, yeah, I had, for, up, I had but... for mine, like, I was 17 when I saw this movie for the first time. Um, and I just wrote, yeah, it blew me away. I don't remember how I saw it. Probably rented it or maybe saw it at someone's house, I guess. Um, and I just wrote like fever dream acid trip blood fest. That's kind of like my yeah. That sounds it all. That's that's my yeah. That's my whole like thought about the film. And it's just like this media creation of like a '90s Bonnie and Clyde. Just this very like, you know, like we're there together. Like you know, their their love story was kind of romanticized and like most of it. And it like is pretty like sweet. <laughs> I think I was like I know. I was like that's I love them insane. though. Like yeah, like I love them. Like I. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then it's just like, uh, yeah, I just have like, yeah, the media is the devil. Like, essentially, like, that's just kind of like the whole point of the and whole movie. It in the film. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. And at the end, like, he is the devil, like the journalist. And he's like, no, nope, you're the last one. You told yeah. our story. Your no, camera is going to tell our story. It's... We don't need you, you know? Yeah, it's really interesting. I love that it, 
I mean, it, it isn't just like a silly, violent film, you know? There's definitely yeah, there's like a, most there's of like it. A, and, yeah, a message. Yeah. I have a question cool. for you. Um, okay. When when do you think the last time we glamorized uh, a killer in, in like popular society? Because pe- um, like Manson was glamorized yeah, and was. Was uh, Bundy... Manson. Bundy was glamorized. Bundy That's was, 70s. Yeah, he who's had, like, the last one? Like, Be- women. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, the last who was the last one think. that? Yeah, that you could think that. Um, we can come back to it later if if you just. Think. Yeah, I'm trying to think I, like I as think... a whole. People still like OJ. Like Do surprisingly, they? yeah. Like he's st- people still ask for his autograph, and like women still pose for pictures with him. I. I have to say, like, I don't really remember anyone ever... I mean, in fact, I don't remember any sort of serial killer that's European or from, an, like, anywhere else that has been sort of romanticized. Like, no. American. Like, why is that? I feel like... I don't know. There ...by the culture. Like, we are... We are messed up people, I think. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, it literally is the culture. I mean, it, it still is. Yeah. It's so disturbing if you think about it. Yeah, we, it's like, super fucked up. Crime, and then we can't wait to watch like um, documentaries about stuff like war. We started watching the Atlanta um, child murders. What's that? It's you know in the seven eighties actually there was like this serial killer in Atlanta that killed just children oh yeah 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 that's the one that was the, the so mind hunter dark. yeah there, yeah it was like late 70s like yeah it's um it's actually really disturbing that we don't know whether we can keep watching because it's yeah i couldn't watch that it's like too much it was bad know? enough in mind hunter yeah just give me cults and I, I can't get enough of that oh god you gotta watch jesus camp that crazy documentary yeah, I know. About. yeah I that to watch. i'll definitely get to it just um that one's win. super weird and like there's a good jonestown one on um oh yeah yeah no, have I you not seen not anything about anything. jonestown or you have i have i've seen some i think i need to start watching it actually yeah and anything scientology i'll watch too like anything oh, about? I can't get into that. I'm oh really shit, man! It's a I fucking. It, I fell asleep last night watching that. It's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. But wait, let's. I was like, I don't want to get too off topic. We're gonna end up like talking so. I know. So sorry. Long. <laughs> the only um the only like production and in, in director info is directed by Oliver Stone, who I think a lot of people know. He's like a larger than life director, as in like you his have to films. Know him, yeah. yeah, his films were just larger than life. He's like, made incredible films. Yeah, so I don't. I'm trying to think of what the last thing he did was because I know his big ones are like JFK, Platoon. Oh, Snowden. Snowden. That was 2016. Yeah. So yeah, I've that was. I've seen all of those. I've seen Wall Street, um, JFK, Wall Street, both of them. Um, didn't he do the the doors? As well yes he did the doors born on the 4th of july alexander yeah I've, oh my god i've seen that yeah i saw that when i was really young actually and i've seen him like so many times like for some weird reason don't know <laughs> yeah um, he's he's definitely like an amazing director so um and then obviously the film was written by uh tarantino, tarantino. well the story was by yeah. tarantino apparently it was heavily edited by stone and the production company and that there was some kind of controversy on like tarantino like wanting the story to be a bit different but they had to like edit it so then he just oh, got really? the story credit yeah he just got the story credit so it's kind of sort of like not 
exactly what Tarantino wanted. And then there's a quote that I saw from Tarantino that said, like, this is not my story. If you consider yourself a fan of my work, do not judge this. And then in another interview, I was just reading that he said that, like, this is not my serial killer movie. If you if you were to see mine, it would, like, scare the shit out of you. Like, what I really want to do. And I was like, all right, Quinn. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll never know. But I think yeah. he actually tried to get it, to produce it. But he didn't, he, he sort of failed. And yeah. spent a lot of money and decided to sell the script. Yeah. And then there was all yeah. this drama with, like, I think he probably wanted the story, like, kept the way it was. And then they were like, no, we have to edit it. Because there was, like, problems with rating, like, rating it, you know, like, NC-17, like, because of the violence and all that. Yeah, Yeah. so they had to, like, some films were cut, or some scenes were cut, like, some places banned it all together. And then they, like, I think the UK banned it at first, but then they eventually put it in theaters. Like, it was a whole big thing. I mean, because back then, this was pretty, like, raw to show people, like, yo, this is what it is you know like this i'm showing yeah. you something that no one's really said to you now you have people who say this on youtube you know like you hear it from your friends and because they they cover so many things that are terrible like yeah the fact of the, like um mallory's dad um, yeah like abusing her abusive, uh, you know like raping that, her essentially i mean i think they did a pretty good job with that because it was not like too literal like you don't see anything too much like, yeah it's, it's just all what he's saying it's and, like, sort of like made in like comic or also like i don't know the style they showed that it was sort of like comedy like a comedy yeah the show, sitcom almost. Yeah. Like, but um yeah it must have been so controversial like yeah it definitely then, was so and um, Tarantino did this story, and then I have to point out Robert Richardson, who is the cinematographer, because this film's cinematography is, like, unreal. It's amazing. It's yeah, unreal. I know. It's and, crazy. Yeah, like, I love it. I, that's a big part of the film, I think, is the cinematography. Just all yeah, the colors, um, and, like, it's just tons of red, tons of green. Like, you know, those. that's, like, the main thing here. But it's so... Yeah, it's just so cool. I have... Um, yeah, I just have like color theory. Um, the budget was thirty four million dollars, which is quite a lot. Quite um, a lot. Yeah. In the nineties, I feel did like do then? it made fifty million. So 50 it did. Million. Yeah, it did make more than the uh, budget, but still, like thirty four million, like that's a lot for back then. Yeah. I feel like, but you know, that's uh, it's kind of crazy, and it, it has yeah, such no, mixed really reviews. Is. I feel like it's one of those films that like. I don't know. I guess you like either you like it or you don't. I feel like I, I don't know. Like that, there's that much of a middle ground. I agree. Yeah, yeah I right? can imagine people being like, "Oh yeah, that film wasn't right." I feel like people have very strong views on it because it's too intense. I feel like if that's not your cup of tea, like that, you can't even be like, "Oh yeah, it was alright." You know, I feel like you either love that sort of um, style mm-hmm. or like you know, or like or, yeah, or you anything, just don't. Like, yeah, um, I, I, this is totally my kind of thing. Like, I like really insane, violent things. Like, my favorite film is um, A Clockwork Orange. So, yeah. Is that your favorite film? Is that, like, do you have a number yeah. one? That's your number one? I have one? a number one. Yeah, because people always say, oh, I can't answer that. I, I can't really think of one, you know, I like several. Yeah, I I'm can like, answer that. I was going to say, I definitely I, I don't can have answer a number that. one. I, I've known for a really long time that's my favorite film. Like, wow. I love Kubrick, and I love 
everything about that film, like how it was shot, the acting is incredible, the stories, like it's disturbing, but I like things that like shock you, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. I, I and had I read no the idea. Book. Yeah. Yeah. I read the book as well. And um, the film didn't disappoint at all. Oh, wow. Like, okay. I don't even yeah. think I have, like, I mean, I, I don't even think I had, I really have one. I mean, I honestly don't. I mean, I have a film that like, was a turning point for me like that what i it? it's larry clark's kids that oh, that was yeah, that was like the turning that, point I don't for know me. why i had to ask that yeah like <laughs> that was a turning point for me just that like there was a world outside of what was in the movie theaters you know like that i realized that there was like an independent kind of work like you know different movies like things that just look yeah, different and that felt real yeah. like that felt really real you know so it, but I don't think it's my favorite it's not my favorite film like because it's I, it, that just doesn't like no it wouldn't be my favorite film but I don't yeah I just don't think I really have one I I think I have but it's interesting that you I have I guess like favorite directors I, I don't know do I I have favorite directors yeah, yeah I have but favorite I mean, directors for sure but yeah I don't uh, I don't have like a number one that's really interesting I've seen Clockwork Orange twice first time I saw it was in film class and I had to write about it uh, and then I saw it again later uh, I am not a Kubrick fan so I you're not no really? not at all no and uh, and I. I don't think I ever want to see that film again. Like I didn't, I what? Di- it didn't do anything for me. I think maybe I had different expectations, but yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. I have to. Well, say. Maybe you should watch it like now. See what you think. I don't know. Maybe you... I've. I really don't like Kubrick. I don't get him at all. Like I don't like Wes Anderson either. You're not going to change my mind. Like I just yeah. That no, I I get it. I, I, I no totally interest. get why you don't like Wes Anderson. I didn't think that Kubrick would be in the same category, but. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, think I just he, don't he get his. He's like picture. a really cool photographer too, you know. Like I really, I really like his stuff. Like he doesn't have a lot, but I'll have to like check it out. He shot. I'll have to check yeah, it out. Like yeah, I don't have, I don't have any uh, knowledge of his photography, but yeah, I'll check that out though. Yeah, that sounds cool. cool. I'm gonna write that down. Um, yeah. Do you have any other notes about production? I mean, all I have was like I have plot yeah. point notes. Or but yeah, what do you, what else do you? Well, have to I don't say? know if he falls into that, but um, I read that there were a lot, of, and this is from um, interviews that I read and stuff. Or like, I actually saw an interview with what's her name, Juliet Lewis, where oh yeah, they, they asked her about the film, and she said that there were a lot of improvised scenes. That, oh, that, that's that, cool. So it's like. That she loves Oliver Stone because that's one of the well, I suppose he's one of the few directors that allows allows you to just improvise and like really trust you to like take the role yeah. your role further. And I guess for for actors, that's that's probably like the most amazing thing, right? Because they get to do their. Imagine how boring if you get to do like what you're taught all the time. Or like I feel that having that freedom must be really amazing as an actor to do just whatever I, and take. I believe Scorsese's like that, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does he's like yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think Scorsese's like that. That's cool. But yeah, she says that um there were a lot of improvised scenes. One of them was when she strangles um Mickey with her knees. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. in, in the a car. kind of like in a yeah, exactly, like in a sexual way. It's not really like, um, and that they just had a lot of fun. They they had a lot of chemistry on set, and they felt really comfortable with each other. Oh yeah, you can tell. Like you can tell, yeah, uh, because they they asked her if they dated, and she was like, no, we just had like a really great chemistry. And um, she also said that she had pneumonia for the last chunk of the movie. Oh, no When way. they were in jail, like, all the, the scenes that, you know, the prison stuff. And yeah. she was really sick, but she didn't want to, um, she didn't want them to, you know, to stop shooting because that's a lot of money. And so she just... Uh, like, worked it through up, it. And Damn. Worked through it. Um, and I love Juliette felt, Lewis, though. She's so I know, dope. She's like, so yeah. amazing. I love her. And she was 19. She was so young, you know? Oh, yeah, and this? Yeah. Damn, wow. I was going to say, I thought she was, like, early 20s. That's and it was crazy. one of her early roles, because I think she was only in, like, two things before this. She um, was in uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? What, what, was, yeah. what year was and that? And she was in that something was else. Like, she was in no, California was with Brad Pitt. But I think that was She used after. to date Brad Pitt. No, like, that was before. Right? California was, was like, 92. Oh yeah, wow. it was okay. like it was like one of Brad Pitt's first one. Okay, well I don't know. She said that it was one of her earliest. So yeah, um, it was a big one know. early because the other ones I think weren't like they weren't that big. Like this was a big movie. It was like a big uh, yeah. Well, maybe that's what she meant. I don't know. Um, and also that they shot at a real prison, and then that was kind of spooky and crazy, like. Yeah, I was gonna say the bits where she, where they're where they're all in the prison is just like it, it looks like it'd be crazy just to even shoot that. Like I know. you would just go crazy just being in that that room, you know, like with the cameras and the lights and all that. Well, shit. I can't believe that they allow him to do it. You know, it's kind of crazy that they it were allowed really anyone to film an actual movie there. Like, yeah, it's so it, weird. That's the only thing that I have that I feel were quite interesting. That's and, like, cool. cool. That's really cool. I have the DVD, but I was watching it. It's on Hulu right now. I was watching it on Hulu, so I probably should have uh, watched the behind the scenes more and stuff, but I'm sure there's probably something on there. I'm going to watch it. But yeah. And she said, actually, something else that she mentioned was that at the time when the movie came out and stuff, the media was really awful to her and like... Um, like a lot of the actors in the film, because they took it really personal, as if it had been like a real kind of story. Almost. Like, why are you glamorizing it? Like, they all got in trouble for like, why would you be in a film like well, this? Well, no, because it's how they made the media look. Oh, oh, yeah, because they're like, you're saying we're the problem. Yeah, they... we're the problem. Yeah, exactly. And then they were being quite cruel to her, and like, oh, um, she had really bad experiences. That they took it really seriously, like. Yeah, it's kind of weird that that will happen. I mean, it's a film, you know? It's like, ironic, and though. Also, They're just proving the point, you know what I mean? But also, like, as if it was the actor's fault anyway, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's not the She didn't story. write the script. No. Like, no, she's only acting, like... Um, yeah, yeah, I have that. That's it, really. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I just have some kind of... Not really plot points, because I could obviously, like, talk people through the whole film, because it's just so good. Um... And this also collabs with one of my favorite scenes. Um, and it's just like the introduction, like that diner scene. It's just iconic. Like just the way it... But you can't talk about it because that's in favorite scenes, isn't it? Well, I know, but I mean, I also have like the plot points and how the story opens up. 
like okay. that is what kind of that's what really like I just love how the f- whole film opens up like pre-credits I just love how like that whole diner scene is like right before you get the actual titles yeah where it says it's like born killers like I was like oh I'm gonna love this movie <laughs> like I'm going it's to totally a- love this movie like it's such an insane opening scene like that's it's my favorite scenes by the way yeah like I was like I knew that like that would have to cross over but I just have like I love like the way they first meet too in that weird sitcom way where he's like delivering the meat to the house and it's like creepy but like full disclosure they made Woody Harrelson the most like creepy hot guy ever Like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I have, like, an also, like, an unspeakable attraction to him anyway in any form. Like, even in True Detective, fucking love him. Like, I'll take either one. I'll take McConaughey or Harrelson. Like, don't care. Well, yeah. Um, I mean. But, like, yeah, I just love him in this movie. I love him in the all-white with the gun holsters and the red glasses. Like, so I mean, I just. sexy. That is, so like, sexy. that fucking yeah. outfit is just so iconic. That one and the one where he's shirtless with the leather jacket in the drugstore. You know, it just shows, like, the power of good styling. Because I don't it's think. True. I, I, I don't think he's cute. I never actually saw that, but in the film, he is really sexy. And I think it's just the styling, like all... It's the like the swagger. He, it's like just the way the, he the carries swagger, himself. Yeah. yeah, The way he carries himself, but also you see this like tough guy who's a killer, but then he, you see like another side to him, like the sweet loving side, you know? Yeah. It's really crazy. Like he's totally in love with Mallory and... He's, like, really cute, you know? Yeah, he's, like, trying to rescue her. He knows, like, her dad is, like, shit. And, like, you know, he's trying to, like, take her out. Take her out of this, this, like, situation. That makes him really, like, extra hot. And, yeah. Yeah, even more. For sure. Yeah. Um, I agree. I love Wayne Gale, uh, the the reporter played by Robert Downey Jr. I love his like I love his Aussie accent. A props his to, accent props is just <laughs> insane. Props <laughs> to that. I think it's funny. Um, he's really funny though. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. He's, is like, he's, he's just really guy. funny. Yeah. I kind of love the way he's just like this manic reporter. I love the way they introduce him that he's totally like Geraldo, like that guy I told you about who like had these crazy talk shows, like. He just has such a manic state about him. Like he's just always yeah, like. I have to say, like his character really stresses me out. Like, yeah, he's he is, really good in it, insane. but I actually feel stressed every time he's in scene. It's just like really antsy and I don't know, like. <laughs> It, it is it is really crazy. Like I'm just like, oh my god. And then I also really like how well, I don't like this, but there's also an interesting comment that even the cops who are supposed to be like on the good, you know, on the good side, when they're investigating um, the crime, like at the at the garage, I think at one point, like Mallory kills this guy in this garage, and like the guys are the head detective played by Tom Sizemore, is like super misogynistic. I mean, just, like, he just talks about her, like, she's a fucking chick, she's this and that, you know, like, she's, like, a hot piece of ass kind of thing, like, so even the cops. Yeah, he is. He He um, is definitely super obsessed with her and fucking creepy as fuck. And he's a creepy, weird kind of looking guy anyway. Like, he always plays (laughs) these characters. Well, he does, so every time I see him, he always plays the same kind of guy. So, um... He was also hooked up with Heidi Fleiss. I don't know, do you know who Heidi Fleiss is? I she, don't know. Oh, she's no. like she's known as the Hollywood Madam. 
she like ran escorts for like all these important people in Hollywood in like the late eighties, early nineties. And she has this infamous black book that has probably every famous person in it and everything they like to do. I mean, everything personalized and she will never release it. She's still, she's still around. She lives in like Vegas in the desert. She plays with like parrots. It's crazy. There's an HBO documentary about her. It's really interesting. But uh, he was with her for a really long time. Like Tom Sizemore, the actor. And uh, mm-hmm. every time I see him, he always plays these like really weird, like sketchy guys. And like this is, and he has that look. Like his eyes just kind of have this weird, like, I don't know. He just has a thing with his eyes. He just looks really weird and like shit. Yeah, no, he's creepy looking for sure. Yeah, he always yeah, I, looks And like I that. haven't seen him on anything else. Maybe I just don't remember, but. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's just crazy. And um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, even the cops are sexualizing her. Like, you know, everyone's kind of in on this horrible, you know, everyone's just awful. Like everyone, you know, it's like, it just kind of depends on like who they're after, you know, like they're going to vilify murder. So like, that's what they're going to do. But what about these people over here? You know, like it's just, it's just a comment on how everything's just kind of fucked, you know, like the whole situation just kind of fucked. Um, I just have Mickey and Mallory's relationship is this like, I love the way it comes together. I love this like toxic passion that they have. I think it's just, like, it just, I don't know. I mean, I know we're not supposed to like it, but it just, like, what we are at the same time, you know? Like, we're not supposed to be in their side, but the way it's making you feel, it's like you're on this journey with them doing all this crazy shit, and you're just, like, on this crazy roller coaster, like, psychedelic ride, and things getting spliced in. It kind of feels like a dream, like, when everything doesn't quite make yeah. sense, you know? And, like, you get flashes of this and flashes of that. And then, you know, you just see all these little things. Like, I just, yeah, I love I love the whole, like, feeling of the whole film. It just, it's never boring. There's never, like, a lull. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. There's never, like, where there's a bit in the middle or, like, towards the end where you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be, like, 15 minutes. It, like, keeps going. There's, like, prison. Then there's the riot. Then they're escaping. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, yo, here we go. Like, let's go. Then there's the interview. And then there's, like, you know, it just, like, really has such good pacing, I think, too. Just, like, in general, the whole story. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like I have some weird... What are your like, like theme news. and mood? Like what is what's what's your feeling on the soundtrack? The soundtrack, okay. Um you know, I think the soundtrack is so interesting because mm-hmm. they use so many old pretty melodic songs from the fifties and sixties. Uh-huh. Like I don't think they all made it to the official sa- like soundtrack, but No, yeah, you, there's a lot of things that aren't. Because there are a lot of songs like there's a song by um a group called the Shangri-Las. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like 60s music. That wasn't in, in the official one. But um, it's just funny because you have these, like, crazy violent scenes and which usually have some pretty 50s or 60s song in the background, mm-hmm. you know? And then you have Nine Inch Nails, Patti Smith, Jane Addiction... Cowboy junkies like Juliet Lewis, like it's it's just so eclectic that you have some kind of jazzy music and yeah. pretty cute. It's like Leonard old. Cohen, like L yes, seven. Oh my god, it's <laughs> kind of like poetry. Yeah, and then like they don't even you would never think of pairing those scenes with the music, but it works so well. Yeah, it works know? so well, and it's so like 
not the official the official soundtrack is quite it's not huge but if you go on spotify they they, they have like yeah the all the have songs added songs that that they um you know that are have been included in the film yeah like, they it's good. and it's massive it's like a really long playlist i'll link really it cool. i say yeah, yeah i'll link it yeah so people can listen to it yeah what about you what um yeah, I just have like cowboy junkies, uh, western uh, rock punk. Like, I, lo- I just love the whole like, I love the instrumental like transitionals, which are really cool too. They're just super out west. I just see all of this. Like, it just fits so well with the mood, like, and the just like all the cinematography with like the motels and like the dust and like the colors and the music just works so well with it. I mean, I love yeah, Nine Inch I Nails agree. Too. Yeah, like, it's it's super good. Um... Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the whole thing just really comes together. I feel that the craziness of mixing those, like, completely opposite sort of songs and then how it was shot, like, you know, Mm -hmm. these, like, black and white shots that I thought were really, not all, but there's some really beautiful black and white shots when they're at the beginning in the jail. Like, they're really, like, artistic and, like, and, but then you have, like, psychedelic visuals in the background like when they're driving mm-hmm. and they um they're sleeping in the indians man's home you know mm-hmm. there's some crazy like trippy sort of yeah visuals um and then you have like it's all like really interesting angles and like weird edits and it's, yeah it's that's what so i have like manic on. state this the, yeah. yeah there's so much going on there's just like so much going on and i feel that I'm pretty sure I can't really remember from the top of my head, but I remember hearing that normally you have like I don't know like an average of let's say five hundred um what are they called not shots but like cuts shots or cuts yeah and this was in the thousand oh wow yeah and it totally makes sense because it, Think about all the different films they use and then, like, to put it together. They must have so much. Yeah, because the black and white... Yeah, the black and white looks like it was on, like, 16 millimeter. Yeah. Maybe, and then... Back then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I can only imagine, like, like all the different To go over films. all the film and do the editing. God, it must have taken forever. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a huge part of so many films is the editing. Like, you'd yeah. be surprised, like, how different things will be if they just edit it completely different. I think there's a director's yeah, there's, cut of think, this movie, too, that has, like, a bit more. But yeah, surprise, this movie's not, like, four hours long. <laughs> I know, yeah, true. Um, I feel like that was, for me, what created the mood, right? Because it isn't really, yeah. like, a set. I mean, the East, like, it's kind of, like, Arizona, New Mexico, that kind of area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that it's very, like, Western. But that's no throw the whole thing you know because like the prison is like completely different and like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like the way they shot it and like the colors and everything and and like weird angles and stuff that created a move like for me so yeah yeah it's super it's just like i have almost the same things you know like i love all the manic states of like the sets i love the motels I love all the in, like interiors too. I love the diner too in the beginning. I just love. Oh all yeah, the, the diner scene. So yeah, cool. I just yeah. love all those areas and all of the, just yeah, just the whole vibe of it. I love like the color. I love the reds and the greens. How that's like the so main the, thing. 
Do you know if the cinematographer won anything for the film or not? Uh, I don't. Not any like big things that that I can uh, that I can think about. I'll look it up. Oh yeah, let's get to fashion. I know you got a lot to say. I'll look it up while you're talking about fashion. Okay. I mean, I don't even know where to start because it's so cool. Like that normally is the girls that wear the coolest things, but I feel that Mickey's outfits were just so like on point. Like, like I I've seen so many bands that copy that exact same look. You know, like oh really bands? Yeah, yeah, like um. Razor Light, for example, they did the whole all white, like white t-shirt, white denim. Oh, white denim. like I don't know that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I feel that. I mean, I read some somewhere that maybe Britney Spears and and Justin Timberlake copy um, their look for the. Oh, that all denim thing. No, the denim, but I think. Britney wears the red, right? Red top and red. I mean, completely different fabrics, but... Oh, um, like that outfit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just a coincidence <laughs> because it's very different. It's not Western, but I love uh, Mickey's outfit when he wears that, like, all white with the gun... What do you call it? Oh, the holster? Or, or the holster, yeah. yeah. He has the leg one, and then he also has, like, the the shoulder one. Yeah, and, like, I love it when he wears that vest with um cowboy boots mm-hmm. western belt and you can see he's um he has a like yin yang tattoo and a necklace as well so does she or she earring no too. it wasn't a necklace it was an earring i think yeah he has an earring um, yeah. yeah and then um and the sunglasses i mean the, the iconic 90s really ran small they're like lennon glasses you know? yeah they're like john lennon glasses yeah, t- no, totally, they are. They're like 60s, right? Yeah, they're um, just red. But they were they of, like, back purple. in the 90s. Yeah, they oh, yeah, they definitely the 90s came a little back, bigger. Yeah. Um, and I love that red outfit that she wears at the desert with the, like, crop top. Yeah, that's really cool. And, like, fringe, leather, jacket. Like, yeah. I mean, they don't wear many outfits, but the few that they wear are, like, insane. They're, like, really amazing. Yeah. I love the... Uh, I just wrote... For fashion, I wrote just wow, Western druggy chic. Yeah, um, yeah. I just like, yeah. I just, I love how they're, it's either like red or like she wears a lot of red. And I think like red is just everywhere in the film. Like there's blood, is, yeah. there's rose, there's like, there's just like, there's just red everywhere. And just the lights are red. Like she's wearing red. And it just seems like that's like red and green are like the two colors of the whole film. But, and the black and white, but like as far as color wise, but yeah, I I do like her outfits a lot, but I lo- I love his. I love the leather love jacket he, he looks so with great. no shirt and the like pants in the drugstore. Oh yeah, and he, and it has like the and then he has like no, but you can see his belt buckle. He has like that big belt buckle, and he's just like you know I don't know running around like he just looks awesome. And I love when he shaves his head. I was like, God, he looks good too. Oh, he looks really great. <laughs> I know. I was like, he looks good too. can actually pull that off because I literally was having this conversation like the other day. I was like, to be a man and to pull that off is you have to be really hot. Yeah, you your to have face like a really has great to be like face yeah. and like bone structure. Because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he looks great. I mean, he do, yeah, he just looks so awesome. See, that's that's what I had about about the fashion. I just I love him. I love that all white outfit. Yeah, hers. I guess I'm like whatever, but yeah, I like his best. 
they look like hipsters. Yeah, they <laughs> like kind of do. The early 2000s, like in East London, like people were wearing that. The so. haircut, it's like a shaggy, Everything, like, yeah, yeah, bob yeah. kind of. Okay, so what are your favorite scenes? I can't wait to hear these. I want to know how many you so, had. You know, surprisingly, I only have three. And they're really oh, yeah. random. I have three, well, but yeah, I have a few like not, things I like, but I have three. I have I I sort of focus more on like favorite lines. Oh, I okay, love, good, cool. Okay, so I'm going to say the first scene at the diner uh-huh, when she's too. dancing. I just think it's, I mean, it's amazing. She's actually just dancing. You don't even know that she's with him. And then these guys come in and they're being <laughs> just really pervy and disgusting. And they're like dancing sort of next, one of them is dancing. And then, yeah, she basically like beats him up and starts killing everyone. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just amazing. It's like that scene is just as iconic as pop fiction, you know, when they're dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It is. And I love diners. Obviously, I'm kind of obsessed because it's not something that I grew up with. So, like, yeah, I find it fascinating. Right. Yeah. You know, how many times you've taken me to a diner? I'm like, oh, my God, diner. Yeah, well, we should go to more then. When we can, ugh, whenever when the we're fuck ever that able is. to go out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, hopefully there will still be diners because, good God. I mean, let's yeah. hope. I, I've been to, like, a few, and every time I go, I'm like, picture. And I'm a total, like, tourist because. Yeah, like, they're always, this, like. It's really cool, yeah, you know? Yeah, they're really cool out west. Like, I, I went to a few of them when um, I drove from the east to the west coast. And uh, when we got to, like, New Mexico and Arizona, we, we stopped at some diners that are in some, like, random towns, like, desert towns. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Uh, in my list, you know. Like, yeah, man. Like gotta do. I will totally drive it. across the country again. I want to do it again. Yeah. I want to do the northern way. I went the southern way, but, like... I mean, I'll go anywhere. It doesn't really matter, but I definitely want to do it. I would do it like two or three more times. Like just, you could see something different every time you go, you know, it's not like you could ever do it yeah, too much. Exactly. <laughs> so that's super okay, what's cool. Your fir- my first one is you? the diner scene. So I'll, yeah, we'll move on to my second one maybe. Cause mine is the same one. I love everything about the diner scene. I think I posted it on Instagram like five years ago. Like it's oh. <laughs> videos on there. I fucking love it. So like, yeah, everything you said about it. I love it. I love when she like, the guy tries to touch her and then she's like, come on, fuck her. And then she just like kicks him in the head. And then she's like, oh yeah, you're crying. And then she like picks him up and just like beats the shit out of him. I was like, yes. I know, she's so wild. Yeah, she's, she's so this tiny, sexy, cute girl and you will never see it coming. Yeah, you know? yeah, she's like just totally insane. I love it. I love that she's unhinged. Uh, my next favorite scene is the wedding scene. If I ever get married, I literally want it to be exactly like this. I don't know. That's a really cool scene. Fucking yeah. anyone yeah. there. It's amazing. Um, um yeah like it does like i just i love it i love like what they say another thing i really like is i also in my story notes i really really love um mickey's letter to mallory when he's in jail oh yeah oh my god it's like so it's like so sweet like he's just like i remember every time you laughed i remember like like it's like a really sweet letter like i'm not judging from the fact that it's from like one serial killer to another but like it's like you know, it's it kind of shows like his humanity a little bit. Um, yeah. That's why I like the wedding scene too, because he's like he's like really into it. You know, I feel like he really like will do anything for her and loves her. And I love the way it's shot. I love like the red, the blood, and then it goes into like the animation 
of them like yeah together. and i love where they are I yeah that, that bridge yeah. Thing, yeah and the white like the white fabric that she has and then it like blows away i just love that whole scene like that whole scene is just yeah it's one of my favorites what about um, yours what's your cool. other one well you know it's weird because maybe i don't know like i like the shooting at the drugstore because yeah, it's not cool. as crazy as like the jail part like the, the jail part's crazy <laughs> it's just crazy but it's kind of like almost like too much like i prefer the the drugstore like it's a bit more successful and like i love i just love when the japanese news reports I know. <laughs> like i think it's so funny she's like so funny just, really close you know i think it's just funny i don't know i, I like, like right behind it. them like with her whole camera crew yeah because also like how ridiculous she it, no both of them got beaten right both of them yeah yeah and so they're kind of like hallucinating and like feeling crappy and they're they're like trying to um get met and whatever but then by the end of it he's fine you know by the end of the shooting he manages to like kill a lot of people and like <laughs> to still create such a mess um and and she's kind of wild too so it's kind of like they went from like almost dying to then suddenly be really awake and yeah and like super just crazy yeah so i don't know i just i just really like those that is a cool um, one i like how it's all green yeah. too yes that the colors yeah i love the colors it's really cool it's like super cool. What's your, what's your next one? My next one is I love the whole scene of just them tripping. Like I just wrote like no taking shrooms while driving no, and then like, and then I wrote like story. Uh, no, there's no story to insert here. I've never driven on shrooms, uh, but just like the fact that it's a really bad idea. And one of my friends was telling me about one time that he took shrooms on a plane. And it was like, oh, no. not, it was, I, cause I think I was that. like, oh, I'm going to take shrooms on the plane. And he was like, let me tell you why that is not a good idea. And then he told me like a whole thing about like, no, it is not good. He, <laughs> he took it from, um, Iceland to Denmark to go to Rockskilda, like this festival in Denmark. Oh yeah, the festival, yeah. And he was like sense. telling me yeah. about it and he was like, and the planes are literally like, like Tiny. every yeah like everyone's going you know what i mean so everyone's like the same age so he's like it just wasn't a good time like it wasn't a, like a time where everyone's chill on a plane like when you're on shrimp yeah. everyone's being kind of crazy like it's not a good not a yeah, good when experience you go to festivals and that happens like you have like so many festivals in in uh, spain and like we went we were going to one Benny Cassian like a long time ago and everyone on that flight because it was like ECS or something like that you know like cheap they're really cheap mm -hmm. flights and they're tiny planes and yes the entire plane would be like going to the festival so everyone is drinking being really loud like it's not relaxing at all it's yeah. actually quite stressful so I can't even imagine yeah I, I was just like no that sounds like it's it would be pretty bad but then I think in general yeah. it's a bad idea even if it's a chill flight it's or just, driving I can't oh yeah well, no, you can't like you absolutely can't but that's my favorite scene is when they take the shrooms and then also like 
the Native American man and how he, like, is totally, like, telling them, like, what, like, it projects, like, what they really are. And it's, like, demon. And it's, yeah, like, like, and he's, like, talking, sad. like, all that's about it. That, well, yeah, it is sad because he had that hallucination and, like, killed him. But I know. that, but I like that whole scene. Like, the way that it's, yeah. the way that he, like, talks to them and the way that he kind of, like, lays out, like, who they are. And they're on this, like, weird, it just felt very much like a shroom journey. I think so. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah that's cool. I, I like that scene. What's your other one? Well, this is barely a scene, but I I, I liked it because it's really random, and mm-hmm. I don't actually know why it, it made it to the film. But there is like a Coca Cola ad in it with a polar bear. This, yeah. Uh huh. So weird that. That was a big film. deal here. I used to want that bear, that stuffed bear. Every time we were in the grocery store, I would like. But why? Like, oh why God, was it in the film? It was just, I think, indicative of like, uh, you know, American TV and advertisements. Like everything oh, yeah. has an ad break, you know. Like everything's always like an advertisement. Even being like a kid in the eighties and things, I'd be really aware that the U.S. like all these American brands had like huge ads. Like Coca Cola was always making epic ads and yeah all Pepsi the time and I, levi's levi's yeah um apple you know yeah that's crazy yeah so it's gap it's just like funny really just because it reminded me of like being a kid i was like oh is that that was your that about american culture well it's barely a scene, oh, that's but cool. yeah that, yeah i have favorite lines though a lot oh I yeah have a few my other favorite scene was just mickey's interview I love when they're doing that jailhouse oh, yeah. interview. I just love the way it's he's just like good. the way yeah. he just kind of breaks down his whole philosophy and just yeah. like the way that he just kind of like he's like I'm the hate messenger and like only love can kill the demon like I'm this demon in me and like only love can kill it and he just says like I realize that I'm a natural born killer and I'm just evolved from past yeah, like from cool. past like yeah. what a regular man is because I've like not accepted laws you know what I mean like He's kind of, like, reached this weird, like, so... He thinks he's reached this elevated state past, like, most of humanity. Like, he thinks he's kind of, like, a different form of human because he, like, has judgment and, you know, exacts murder on people and doesn't think that's a bad thing. But I just like the whole thing and how... I like the whole interview and I like how it was shot and I like how it just, like, totally erupts. And then he just, like, breaks out and just, like, totally turns on everyone in there. But he's like, bring the camera! I want the camera with me! And then he just, that's when, like, Robert Downey Jr. becomes, like, Rambo. And he's like, I'm leaving my wife! (laughs) I'm fucking doing everything! I'm, like, shooting shit up! Like, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, he managed to distract, like, all the cops and they were laughing and yeah and then he um starts killing everyone Mm -hmm. and taking over, basically. Reminds me of uh, Silence of the Lambs. It very much reminds yeah. me of that scene where yeah, he's totally. in there and he's in that whole thing. But yeah, what are your? That's about it. That's all I have for my scenes. What are your favorite lines? I know one that I just okay. thought of, but I want to hear yours. I just can't honestly. These ones are my favorite. There's so many, but okay. I can, like these ones. Are, okay, you make every day. Okay, this is Mallory saying you make every day feel like kindergarten. Oh yeah. <laughs> then. Thinking about rolling around in the sunflowers patch outside. Oh, baby, I love how you can read my mind. Because he basically says that. Like, are you thinking about rolling around? And, you know. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> and this one I love when Mickey, um, they're at the drugstore. And they're like, are you? Like, mm-hmm. he's inside. And then they have Mallory outside. And he's like, 
one of the cops is like, I'll cut her tips off. And Mickey yeah. says, go on, I'll get her some silicone implant. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's just so I, funny. I, I, I can't believe you didn't say the one that I thought you were. I think the what funniest the funniest line the in the stars? whole movie is I think the stars, for, right? What? The one about the stars. No. It's it's no, when no. it's when Juliette Lewis is at that garage and she kills that guy. And then she's like, That was the worst yeah. fucking head I've ever gotten in my life. Next time don't be so fucking eager. <laughs> that yeah, that, I saw that, that one. But that was like my favorite funny. one. I think I think honestly for me it's like the kindergarten. Like it's just funny. Like you make every day feel like kindergarten. Yeah, like, that's just, true. Who thinks that kindergarten was the best time in their life? I mean, I don't even remember kindergarten. You know? Oh god. Um, yeah, I don't either. It was probably a shit show, most likely. Yeah, and that's, I don't really remember. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, I was trying to figure out what I'm gonna name the the episode, and I figured out that it's uh, it's when Mickey says he says badasses don't die. So oh, yeah, so that's, that's gonna cool. be that's gonna be the name yeah, of the episode because yeah, yeah. I was like that's good and short and it's not that's crazy. Very cool. Um, but yeah, like I guess uh, we can wrap up. I I have like how well did this age twenty five or twenty six years on? But we kind of talked about that already. Like we've morphed into this like super serial killer true crime so yeah yeah no great film it was really it was awesome man review it. Um, i'm glad i mean i wonder if everyone has seen it it'd be interesting to see I like think, how i think so the last uh, episode that we put up uh, on go i didn't think a lot of people had seen it but apparently people have because it's doing pretty well people are liking it so cool. that's cool yeah uh jai you should watch it it might not be your thing but you could watch for a while and, and you know, watch for 10 minutes and see if it's your thing but okay but yeah you got to you got to watch that documentary about that actress um sarah what's her name oh sarah polly yeah that's right yeah that. i do good. okay cool i totally good. will well, yeah, I mean, we will see you on the next one. And uh, yeah, as always, like and subscribe. I said it already, but like, subscribe, do whatever. Comment, ratings. It helps. <laughs> yes. Um, cool. Well, uh, it's been emotional. It has definitely uh, been emotional. This was, <laughs> this was interesting, though. This was like a deep, this is like a heavy movie, you know? Yeah. Maybe our next one won't be so heavy. Who knows? I don't know what we're going to do yet. It'll be cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.